got some good old-fashioned news items and some advanced stats for you on Fantasy Football Today in 5. And what's going on? Happy Monday, everybody. We're going to have an awesome week talking fantasy football here on FFT and 5 and on Fantasy Football Today. So make sure you're following us, streaming us on Spotify, telling your friends, helping us grow, all that fun stuff. I'm Adam Azer. I've got Dave Richard here with me. On the full-length show, we'll have Jacob Gibbs, one of our Sportsline analysts, to talk about targets per route run and why it is important. If you read the article about it on Sportsline, you'll see this could be a really, really key stat for fantasy managers as you evaluate wide receivers. Dave, before we get into TPRR, let's give some uh, news updates here. What do you make of what Urban Meyer is saying about Travis Etienne? It sounds like he's a freaking wide receiver. It sounds like they're making good use of a rookie minicamp. Travis Etienne had almost 700 carries at Clemson. I think he knows what to do when he gets a handoff or a toss or anything like that. So why not use the rookie minicamp to get him acclimated as a pass catcher a little bit more. I actually love this. It means that the Jaguars have an intention of utilizing him kind of like the Saints utilize Alvin Kamara. Wouldn't that be fun to have another Alvin Kamara? Wouldn't it be fun if it's Travis Etienne? Uh, I'm, I'm excited about it. Not ready to move him up in my rankings, but it's he's now squarely in the conversation of running backs who can achieve more than 50 receptions. It does make me think that James Robinson could have a useful role, though. It's possible. That's very true that they can keep James Robinson and use him as the the Mark Ingram right. to Alvin Kamara. Right. Maybe that happens. Maybe that makes James Robinson a little bit better. But until we get a little bit more of a sense of that, I'm not ready to take him until the back half of the draft. Andy Dalton will get first-team reps with the Bears when they start OTAs next week. Do you think he'll start week one? No, I think this is going to be Justin Fields' squad. I think he's more exciting. I think he proved during the rookie minicamp that he is a candidate to be a starter for the team. Not that a rookie minicamp, again, just like ETN, you're, you're trying to make use of the time. Any rookie that doesn't look good in a rookie minicamp, there's problems. But Fields apparently looked great, knew what he had to do in terms of the plays that he was coached up on. Let's see how he progresses. But he's the future of that position in Chicago. Let's talk about targets per route run. Now, Jacob's going to tell you that someone who has a, has a high percentage of targets per route run, that's going to stick. Um, not necessarily. It's Nothing's guaranteed, but there's a good chance of that sticking. So he looks at A.J. Brown, D.K. Metcalf, Deontay Johnson. These are guys who got a very high percentage of targets on their routes run. Deontay Johnson, 26 0.5% targets per route run, fifth among 92 qualifiers. What stood out to you when you read his story? Well, first and foremost, I feel like it's an indicator on what percentage of a quarterback's throws are going to go to a specific receiver from game to game. And so if there's a matchup where, I, this is going to sound silly, there's a matchup where the Steelers might throw the ball a lot, then we could expect if Roethlisberger is being penciled in for 35 to 40 pass attempts, well, 25% of those attempts are going to go targets toward Deontay Johnson. I think it helps in that regard. And as long as we see a little bit of evidence in the early season that the percentage is staying the same or going up, fantasy managers can hang their hats on, okay, I can expect this guy to get double-digit targets week in and week out. Now, we can also kind of assume that with a lot of the players that are on the list, guys like A.J. Brown, D.K. Metcalf, like you said, Deontay, these are guys that we were used to seeing getting a lot of targets last year. There's no reason to believe yet that any of them aren't going to this year. No, but but the thing, I guess I should clarify with Metcalf, you know, it's interesting what he says about Metcalf. Metcalf was only 48th and in targets per route run among 92 qualifiers, but it, it increased from last year and it from 2019, and it increased, his targets per route run increased in the last 12 games of the season, and he's drawing, drawing comparisons, and you should check it out on Sportsline, 
uh, from Metcalf to Tyreek Hill early in his season. So he's a guy who could really take a big step. Um, anything else for like uh, like Noah Fant? Noah Fant went from 16% targets per route run in 2019 to 21.7%. That's great. But what about Cortland Sutton? You know, can this stick with with Noah Fant? And what's the quarterback situation going to be like? And what percentage of the targets to Noah Fant were actually catchable from Drew Locke? There's there are a lot of factors that are going to get kind of lost when you're looking at targets per route run. But it does tell you that Noah Fant was an important part of that Denver offense. It was. He was fourth among tight ends. The only tight ends, according to Jacob, the only tight ends with a TPRR rate higher than Noah Fant's. Darren Waller, Mark Andrews, and Travis Kelsey. So this is really cool stuff, and you're going to hear all about it for an hour. We'll see how long it is. You're going to hear all about it on Fantasy Football Today on the Monday episode. Check that out. For Dave Richard, I am Adam Azer. Thanks a lot for tuning in, and we will talk to you tomorrow. Tomorrow.